Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and a very good evening. Welcome uh, to the airways of uh, the voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. Uh, you with myself, Muhammad Zain Majid. And of course, you can uh, immediately SMS us your questions to the number 47913 uh, Well, welcoming on the line. Uh, well, shukran uh, for your patience, Mufti, all the way from Pretoria this evening. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته بارك الله فيكم محمد زين بارك الله فيكم ما شاء الله مفتي we're gonna uh, go straight into our first question this evening it says مفتي uh, can مفتي please advise whether one can use interest money to pay off interest money on your bond بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونسولي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد all praise due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Every Muslim knows that interest is haram. So when we have interest in our possession, either we give it to the poor, Muslim or non-Muslim, without the intention of reward, Oh, we pay our taxes to the government. We know how much they are taxing us. And third one, if you are using the interest to offset interest, so that will be permissible and acceptable as well. Now, Mufti, I'm 24 and want to get married, but the girl I want to get married to uh, has now all of a sudden changed of heart. I'm confused as I don't know what to do. Can Mufti please advise? In a case like that, you should read two rakat salat to shukr and thank Almighty Allah it happened now and not after your marriage because then there should be bigger problems. So never mind, there are many fish in the sea, so don't feel disheartened. Maybe it is all for the best. Quran Sharif states, وَعَسَىٰ أَن تَكْرَهُ لَكُمْ That many a time that you dislike something and then it works out better for you. So sometimes it happens like that as well. So you, my brother, tonight, inshallah, before you go and sleep, before Isha, after Isha, anytime, you read two rakat salat and read the dua, Surah 25, verse 74, Ya Allah, I'm 24 years old. I want to lead a pure and chaste life. You give me someone who is pious and good and, you know, good character and so forth. So Almighty Allah will give you someone better. Don't worry about her, brother. Shukran indeed. The voice of Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain and your questions via the SMS line to the number 47913. That is 47913. Now, Mufti, I haven't worn my jewelry for a year. Is there any zakat payable on it? Zakat on jewelry, Ahimmai Salasa, the three Imam Shafi'i, Malik, and Ahmad bin Hanbal, Rahimamullah, they say there is no zakat on jewelry. Only the Hanafi say there is zakat on jewelry. But the same Shafi'i scholars state, if the whole year you didn't wear it even once, then zakat will be compulsory. So in your case, from last year Shawwal to this year Shawwal, last year Ramadan to this year Ramadan, you never used it even once, then zakat will be compulsory. You take the current market value of it, and thereafter you divide it by 2.5%, and 2.5% zakat will be compulsory. Shikanda Mufti, I want to know, is it uh, legal or permissible to get married to someone that's in prison? 
Remember, you can marry somebody in prison, the nikah would be valid, but you have to be practical also if that person is there, is there for you know, still got 10, 20, 30 years, then obviously it will defeat the very purpose and objective. But if he is like Mr. Oscar and he's going to get off, you know, in one, two months or whenever, and in, you know by 2015 he'll be out or early 2016, so you want to get married now, so that's fine, there's no problem. But my advice to you will be that make sure you take permission from your parents, sister, and then you get married to that person. She can indeed. Uh, now, Mufti, uh, a gentleman wants to know, he says, I'm a married man, uh, but it was the first time that this happened where I was dreaming about another woman. What could this possibly mean, Mufti? When a person is dreaming, you fast and slap. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa said, The pen is removed from three people. From a child till he or she becomes mature and attain the age of puberty. And a person who is mad and insane till they recover. And a sleeping person till he wakes up. So that is in Abu Dawood. So you don't have to worry about it. Many people dream many, many things. You go to your wife and tell her, oh darling, I was dreaming about you, although you were looking at that other woman. So don't let this affect you. Every night before you sleep, read three times that Qur'an Kursi and Inshallah, you will dream of your wife, Inshallah. Amen. Now Mufti, my brand is charged before my menses. Is this considered as or do I uh, continue performing my salah and can I fast what uh, when this happens Mufti? According to the Shafi'i school, you must remember that you have what you call Tamiyiz Bil Alwan. So you know you can distinguish with the colors. So you yourself know that when there's a reddish discharge, blackish discharge, dark black, dark red, and all that, so that will be considered as your menses. If you have just light brown and brownish, so all that will be considered istihaza according to the Shafi'is. So you continue with your salat, you continue continue with your fasting if you are fasting but if that discharge continues then for every fardh salat you have to perform a fresh wudu for example you made wudu maghrib time so now when isha time enters then you have to make a fresh wudu because you are mustahaza you are a lady experiencing istihaza for normal people who don't have all these problems then if the wudu didn't break after maghrib they can read the isha salat with the same hudu they perform their Maghrib Salat with. You can uh, send us your questions via the SMS line to the number 47913, Very simple. You just type out your question and you SMS it off to 47913. And remember, SMSs are charged at 150. Now, Mufti, I cannot finish my the Jalsa in the Jamaa Salah. How do I shorten it, Mufti? Remember that when the Imam is reading then you need to tell the imam that he mustn't read too fast. So you read your dua, Rabbi Gfilli, Warhamni, Wa'afini, Warzukni, all these different duas. So if the imam already goes into the second sajda, you only finish Rabbi Gfilli, so fine, then you just go on with the imam. Innama ju'il al-imam li'utamma bihi. The imam is made so that you follow him, but the imam also should not be reading salat like a Ferrari. He should be reading salat with 
سکون پیس ترینکولیٹی اینڈ خوشو اینڈ ڈیوشن کنسنٹریشن Yes, Muslim girl can pierce her ears, there's no problem with that, so she wants to wear the earrings and all that, that's totally permissible, but you must not now go pierce your ears at the bottom and then on top and everywhere, you have to imitate the actress or imitate the people in the circus and that, that's not permissible, but you just make normal at the bottom like how our mothers, daughters used to make, so that is fine, no problem with that. Uh, next question, Mufti. Um, may we buy and sell dogs and eat from the money made of it? Saman ul kalbi khabithun. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi says authentic hadith in Tirmidhi in Mishkat Sharif that when you buy and sell dogs then that income is khabith and impure and you know Al-Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah says that the dog is najasul ayn just like the khinzir the swine bumper to bumper top to bottom the khinzir the swine is impure the dog is also impure hence you cannot buy it you cannot sell it so it will not be permissible according to the Shafi'is to do so, and you need to be very careful in that regard. Although the Hanafis say you can buy and sell the dog if it is a hunting dog or it is a dog for security purposes, then the Hanafi ulama say that is permissible. Shukran, I'm not sure whether I asked this question. It says uh, I have a toilet in my bathroom, which is normal. I was told I can't use Allah's name uh, if I take a huzal or do. There I'm confused. Can Mufti please explain? We will remove your confusion and remove all the fuses in your mind, brother and sister, so you don't have to read the dua with tahrik shafatain by moving your lips. You just read it in your mind. You want to say bismillah, you want to say rabbi filli, you want to say Allah majalni min al-tawabid. Whatever you want to say, you just say it in your mind without moving your lips, so that's fine, no problem, and you will receive the maximum reward, inshallah. And he said, Buddha Vathawari as Mufti, he wants to know what if you are married and your wife smack you in your face, Mufti, what do you do? Then it's a bad thing that Buddha, then you know that you must ask, why did the wife, his wife was so kafalak, she said, give me one shot. <laughs> so things like that, you don't ask why she, you must ask the question that what led to that. Did you swear her? Did you abuse her? Did you hit her in the past? No wife will just come and give the husband one shot. Maybe you were ogling, checking other women too much, you know? So all these things there. Yeah, but the wife, you mustn't do these things. is very wrong. The husband cannot hit the wife. The wife cannot hit the husband on the face. To hit on the face and smack on the face, definitely not permissible. My advice to you, Buddha and Buti or Buddha and Titi, 
that you must make maaf to one another, forgive one another, and inshallah tonight is the Jumma night, so inshallah you'll make everything peaceful, and then you look at the moon, we're in the month of Zulqada, then you go for honeymoon inshallah. I mean inshallah. Last question for this one, Mufti. It says, uh, Mufti, I'm 18, uh, myself and my husband are both students. He physically abused me and now he wants another chance, but my family is against it. I don't want to disobey my parents. What do I do? Because he is really sorry and says he has changed, Mufti. In a case like that, you need to do three things. Make your own istikhara. Read the following dua, which is mentioned in Tirmidhi. Allahumma khirli wakhtarli. Allahumma, oh beloved Allah, khirli khara. You select the best for me, wakhtarli, and you choose for me. So that's one thing you should do. Second thing, you discuss with your parents and so forth. And obviously, they are very hurt what has happened. But don't be emotional and don't take a decision based on emotions. Third one, if you are going back to him and you're reconciling, then make sure that you reconcile with conditions. You don't just go back just like that. You must say, if this happens, then this will be the repercussions. If that happens, then that are the consequences. So that is what you do. My advice to you, you go back, but you go back with conditions. Shukran, indeed, the voice there of uh, Mufti Abdul Qadir Husseinia on the, the Voice of the Cape and the program Q&A. Mufti, we are going to break now for the Waqt of Aisha. We should continue in about uh, 12, 13 minutes time, inshallah. Until then, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And of course, you can still SMS your questions to the number 47913. <laughs> Welcome back uh, to The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM and of course we continue with the program Q&A. On the line again we have uh, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein. Let's go straight into the first question in this sound. It says, Salam uh, Mufti, my mother, uh, my mother, my brother and my sister is angry at me. Uh, they don't want to associate with me because after my father passed away I found out that his will is not Sharia compliant and when I address the problem to my siblings they refuse to set it right and now they cut me off my sister um, and brother really they are just uh, keeping one side I tried many ways to reconcile uh, nobody can help me can move to please give me some advice what to do for us as Muslims throughout the world our constitution is the Quran Sharif and the Sunnah of Mustafa Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam you go one more time to your brother to your sister to your mother Show them the Quran Sharif, Surah number 4, Surah Nisa, verses 13 and 14. When the person passed away and everything is done correctly, that is a supreme success. And when it's done incorrectly, then there are serious, serious consequences. And for the person, there is a humiliating punishment. So yes, you have all the right to redress and address this issue and take one sheikh or one imam with you who knows the laws of inheritance to explain to them that they cannot be getting this ill-gotten gain and just taking more and more and depriving the heirs of their rightful shares. 
And if they still continue, then just leave it and justice will prevail on the day of Qiyamah. <laughs> Obviously, you could go to court, but I would not advise you because then you will be taking your mother and brother and sister to court and that is not advisable. Now, Mufti, what do you do when your father wants you to go on Umrah with him, but you didn't do your farlhat yet? Can Mufti please advise? Alhamdulillah, that is a good bonus for you. Your father wants you must come with. If he is paying for it, that's fine. So you go with your father, maybe December time or something, and inshallah you look at the Baytullah, the Kaaba Musharrafah, and you cry, and then inshallah your next trip to the Baytullah will be for Hajj. If he wants you to pay, then obviously you don't have to go. But if your father, mashallah, is generous, he'll pay for you. So grab it with both hands and say, Ya Allah, I'm coming to the Haramain Sharifain, and in the process I'll make khidmah and serve my beloved father. And if your mother also is going, then make that intention. You will serve both your beloved parents. Salam Mufti, my husband uttered uh, talaq three times at once to me in the presence of a male. Um, I'm uh, currently under Ida. Is this one talaq or three? 100% it is three talaq and we don't accept anybody, any organization who says it is one talaq. There is ittifaq, unanimity, consensus among all four schools, the Shafi'is, the Malikis, the Hanafis, the Hanbalis. The three talaq will be considered as three. And remember Imam Bukhari in his Sahihul Bukhari has mentioned a hadith also like that. <coughs> so therefore we cannot go and pass the verdict of one talaq. It is three, so use it in your iddat, and remember, you cannot reconcile with him or he marry him. And if you do so, then according to these scholars, it will be considered as though as you are living in sin, Allah forbid. So remember, the sin will be upon him and not upon you, because he gave you the three talaq, so just forget him now and continue with your life. Mufti, I dream about my late husband almost every day. Sometimes he seems upset, and most times it feels like he is still alive. What does these dreams mean to me, Mufti? Mashallah, it means you are a very, very good wife. He's very pleased with you. And sometimes when you see him upset, then increase the dua for him. Surah 59, Surah Hashar, verse 10. Rabbana gfil lana wal ikhwanina alladheena sabakuna bil iman. Oh, beloved Allah, forgive us. Forgive our brothers who passed away before us with iman. Surah 59, verse 10. Give our charity on his behalf. One rent, two rent, loaf of bread. Say, Ya Allah, I'm giving the charity. You forgive my late husband and you elevate his rank and status. So that is what you should do, sister. That is what they need from us now. The best gift you can give is dua and charity on their behalf. Now, Mufti, my wife and I had a dispute. I told her to leave our house. I gave her the first talaq and revoked it in person with two witnesses. Uh, she don't want to come home. And her mother and father threatened me that I must leave their property before they shed my blood. What must, must I do? My wife don't let me support them. Uh, uh, please, Mufti. In a case like this, we need to understand the sequence of events first properly. The husband, according to the question, gave one talaq. Mm. The wife was in it, and then the husband took her back. 
the husband has all the right to take her back during the iddat, and you are still considered as his wife. For the future, he possesses two talaks only, and during the iddat, when the husband takes his wife back, he doesn't need anybody's permission. So for you, sister, you must come back to your husband, because now you are still his wife. According to the question, it seems the girl's parents want to threaten the son-in-law. All that is haram, you can't do that, oh dear parents. Don't let your emotions get the better of you. Secondly, if that son-in-law was a rotten person, he was hitting your daughter or not, he was making nafaka and all these type of things, then you go to the learned ulama there, and then you can apply for fasakh and annulment. But to keep your daughter away and threaten that you will cause bloodshed and that that's un-Islamic. So my advice to you, send your daughter there and tell him if he hits her again or he doesn't make nafaka, then there will definitely be a fasakh and so forth. But in the interim, she must go back to her husband. Shikha Mufti, last question for this evening. It says, Mufti, I'm not working now for the past three years. I cannot nafaka my wife anymore. She's working but miserable, having to feed me as she um, said this too. Uh, is she free to divorce me as I have nothing to offer her anymore? She cannot divorce you. You should use your own logic. If you cannot give nafaka to your wife, you cannot give nafaka to your children, and this is going on for three years, then either whatever your wife is doing, you take that as a loan and not charity from her, and then tell her if she wants out of this marriage, you are even prepared to do that. My advice will be that you should cry tonight, beg Almighty Allah, read abundant istighfar, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, read ya basitu, ya basitu, and inshallah, Almighty Allah will open the doors. But if you yourself are not looking for a job, you feel that you're comfortable because your wife is supporting you, that's totally incorrect. You can't be a parasite. So make mashura and ask her what she wants. If she wants really out of this marriage, then you should give her the one talaq, and then you go your own way. Don't give her three. Maybe absence will make the heart grow fonder, and in that way you'll reconcile more so if there are children involved. Shukran indeed, shukran to all those uh, that uh, send in their questions via the SMS line. Mufti, we've got three minutes left uh, for some nasikha this evening. MashaAllah, the brothers, sisters are going for Hajj, and we know many a time there it rains in Makkah, Mukarramah, Hajj time, and before Hajj. Now they went to ask one sheikh, Oh, sheikh, it is raining day in Makkah, what must we do? So the sheikh said, everywhere in the world, when it rains, then the people run away from the Baytullah, run away from the rain rather, but by the Baytullah you must run towards the rain and perform the tawaf. So they asked him, why sheikh? He said, see, all Allah Jalla states regarding the Baytullah, Inna awwala bayti uhudiya linnasil alladhi bibakkata mubaraka Almighty Allah made the Baytullah day in Bakkah, in Makkah. Quran uses the word Bakkah and Makkah. That Mubarak place that is filled with Barakah and blessing. So the place where you are in is filled with Barakah. 
when you perform tawaf, then between Rukhna Yamani and between Hajra Aswad, you will be reading the Quranic dua, Rabbana atina fid dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana tawakina rabbanar. Oh, beloved Allah, grant us goodness in this world. Grant us goodness in the year after. Save us from the torment of the fire, oh, beloved Allah. Regarding the Quran, Allah Jalla Wala states, Kitabun Anzalnahu Ilayka Mubarakun. This book which Almighty Allah revealed on the Mubarak, blessed heart of Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, is filled with Barakah. So the place is Barakah. The dua you will read is filled with Barakah. And it is raining in Surah Qaf. Almighty Allah states, وَنَزَّلْنَا مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مَاءً مُبَارَكَةً and this rain we send down from the heavens and the clouds, it is filled with barakah. Go, O Muslim, you are in a Mubarak place. You're going to do something Mubarak. And subhanallah, that the rain is also Mubarak. Therefore, the people, then they rush towards the Baytullah and they make tawaf. So how Mubarak those people are. Oh, Hujjaja Baytullah, read to Rakat Salat daily because tomorrow, next week, we'll be departing. Say, Inshallah, Almighty Allah, take us all, Inshallah, with Afiyah. <coughs> and then we see that this is such a blessed place. The non-Muslims ask, what are you going round and round the Baytullah? for. They saw it on the TV. So we responded to them, Mr. Tom, Dick and Harry or Mr. Tom, Dick and Mary, that when your clothes are dirty, then you place it in the washing machine and then the clothes come out white and clean. The Muslim goes round and round the Baytullah. He comes out purged and cleansed from his sins. Subhanallah. Great wisdom. May all Allah, Jalla protect the Haramain Sharifain, protect Majidul and all our masajid and make us from the Yufur Rahman, his guests. Barakallahu feekum to you, Brother Muhammad Zain, the management, the esteemed listeners. Shukran jazeelan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakallah khair to you, Mufti wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Everything in Islam had such.